Welcome back, everyone. Mohamed Tintawi here, listening to Dreamer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Today, uh, I'm going to talk about a topic that I just saw recently on the news, and then last night while I was working, I heard customers speaking about it. So I thought it's important enough for me to bring up. But can we leave Jordan Peterson alone? I swear to God, I have never seen the perfect academic that we were all taught to be when we were four get scrutinized so, so much. So this new movie by Olivia Wilde, Don't Look Away, I think. I didn't watch it. But to be unbiased, I don't watch... Oh, I mean, I, Rocky and Rambo is basically it. I don't remember anything else. Don't Look Up was pretty good. Don't Look Up was kind of... It's kind of nice. It was just a little eye-opening, but eye-opening in the same way The Matrix was, where I can't really apply it to my everyday life, but I can try. And, and, and it sounds pretty good sometimes, if you frame it the right way. So yeah, so this movie character uh, was Chris Pine, I think. Uh, or actually, it's not, I think that's the actor. Robert is the character's name. And apparently he's like some misogynist, terrible, um, I don't know, believe it at terrible, person who... Uh, is supposed to portray Jordan Peterson. I would first push anyone to listen to Jordan Peterson to pick up his books. Um, I'm going to see him live. Cannot wait for that. I was supposed to already see him, but I got moved. This man has done two world book tours, global book tours. This man's amazing. And personally, I'm pretty thankful for having his videos in my life. The biblical series is the first one I started on. Like, watch his videos on actual psychology. Uh... His videos on Carl Jung or Nietzsche or uh, Dostoevsky, can't even say that name still, shamanic rituals, archetypes, going back to the Murdoch, the god of the Mesopotamians. I mean, this man really, really has tried to live a life of wisdom and, and being open to newfound knowledge. And I, I feel bad for the guy. I saw him crying on Piers Morgan's show. First, I'm like, dude, y'all are making the man cry? You're basically saying that the traditional masculine values that men are trying and failing to uphold because they suck, that that's the right way. Because Peterson crying gets made fun of, and Peterson talking about people's crying makes gets made fun of. When I heard customers speaking about it last night, I heard one of them say he's a pseudo-intellectual. And it doesn't worry me that you can call out and grade someone, someone's intellect. That's fine. I do that all the time. Unconsciously, consciously, whatever. But if Peterson to you is a pseudo-intellectual, like what is an intellectual to you? It doesn't get much better. Like it gets better. You can argue, you know, people like Sam Harris is pretty, Sam Harris is pretty good. And Dave Rubin is pretty good too. But no one is on par when Jordan Peterson speaks. The only person I've seen that can speak just the words, the captivating language, is Eric Michael Dyson, or Michael Eric Dyson, out of uh, Georgetown University. So there's a, a charade that people think ties into Jordan Peterson because of his fancy language. And really that kind of is the case when he says something like, I have the proclivity for depression, yes, I tend to get depressed, is all he means. But for anything, it's teaching you vocab. I don't know what's the big complaint about that. There's a, uh, there was a quote out of Olivia Wilde. 
the incel community, which I found really, really, really offensive. It kind of blew my mind. The audacity is what came to mind. Basically, you're, you're using a fancy word to um, marginalize the quote-unquote sexual loser group. You don't do that with any other category. You don't do that with weight. You don't do that with look. You don't do that with color, hair type. That was aggravating because if you're a guy hearing that and you're actually going through it where, you know, you're seeking sex and you're not finding any or romantic fun, dates, clubbing, going out, walking the nightlife, just, you know, just enjoying company with the opposite sex. That was annoying because that that's a quote that can push someone from the quote unquote incel community to suicide. And then, you know what? No one cares. Little news article, the bloop, family suffers, we move on. It affected her so little to say that, and the consequences on the other end were so potentially high to me that it, I felt it was irresponsible for her to say that. Secondly, don't hate on guys for not having sex. And if, and if the argument is the equality of the gender, then the pursuit of it should be just as easy. But we all know the pursuit of sex by the genders is a lot different. There's even the multiple studies of going up to a woman, asking her for sex. Every woman says no. Go to men, do it. Freaking opposite. So that's a problem in itself. Good hell. Lastly, Jordan Peterson speaks to men who struggle being cool, men who struggle with their looks, men who struggle with their acceptance. What you would call weak men, Jordan Peterson helps solve their issues so they can start viewing themselves as strong men. Um, he talked about this once, when you, you have a fear of something, the fear doesn't go away just because you keep on doing it. Your courage increases and you just become a more, your potential, I guess, would just go up. I, I, I just feel for my guys out there because dudes deal with it on a conversational basis between them and it kind of represents who's the cool guy in the group. I don't talk about sex with any of my friends. That's something we bring up 15, 20 minutes in and it's for 30 seconds if something happened. We don't signal our egos to start fighting each other. So I'm glad that's out of my life. I'd recommend you get that out of your life. If your friends are bringing up, if, if you're calling your buddy and he's saying, man, I'm trying to get some bitches, end call, toxic, toxic, relationship. I'm glad I got to speak about that today. And I'm, I, I hope that if you listened, I provided a little perspective and, you know, a little both ways. Both ways can always be seen. Both ways are always full of good points. That's the problem. That's why it's never a, a dumb question. That's why there's no dumb questions because there is a logic. The only thing that differentiates why you would ask a question is your experience in that realm. The question itself is as innocent and as amazing as any question you could ask. The person appreciating the question, appreciating your, your, um, your ability to think on something continuously, your ability to have a thought and it to be backed up by your own research. And if you are wrong, then to find it in the conversation in which you found yourself wrong. If someone has to prove you wrong, if someone has to bring up a book and show you some evidence, 
then it's good to be hit with that cognitive dissonance. It's good to be hit with that mental conflict that says, I need to reassess. That's how you know you're you're becoming wisdemic. <laughs> you know, you're just becoming more capable of of being emotionally in check, being logically in check, and being sensitive at the same time to the people around you to meet them where they are. Because at the same time, you know, people are running through life the same way I am. God, I feel like I'm skinny dipping through a soccer field. Remember when Fusi did that in like 2014? I don't remember. I don't think it was 2016. But yeah, man, I can't believe that man actually did that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're not too much of a hater uh, (laughs) of Jordan Peterson. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. And I really appreciate you listening. And I uh, hope you support, subscribe, and uh, come back next week.